be assertive. Don't be afraid to ask for what you want. Oh my gosh, love this topic. Thank you for joining Tell It By Tuesday. This is your coach, Coach Kelly, and we have today with us Coach Sharna. Hi, everyone. To get what you want in your career, it's always shunned upon to be aggressive. And there's a difference between being aggressive and being assertive. So you really want to make sure that you're being clear about your goals and what it is that you're looking for. And it sounds so simple, but when I talk to women, it, hey, did you talk to someone about that? And the answer almost unanimously is no. What do you think about that, Sharma? Like, how, how is this possible? I think it's really easy to not ask for what you want. <laughs> it is not uncommon. There's all these self-help, self-care and take care of yourself. And this revolution of women giving themselves time to just be in their own skin in the past few years comes from the see of women not to ask for what they want. It is a very common experience. So I personally, unfortunately, Kelly, I'm not surprised that women don't know how to ask for what they want in the workplace. I can say that I've experienced some portion of that. And I'll give a caveat of, I always knew what I needed to be set up for success. So if I needed a new laptop or I needed this new program or this new tool to be able to do my job effectively, I was never afraid to ask for that. Never afraid to ask for what I wanted. But when it came to promotions or it came to salary increases, I often shy away from those things. I do not know why it makes me feel so uncomfortable. I talk about it now. Like I, I do have mm -hmm. those conversations with my leadership now, mm -hmm. but it is still uncomfortable for me. Why are women so afraid, including myself, right? I have to ask myself this question. Why does this make me so uncomfortable? Listening to your answers, all the things that you were comfortable asking for are tangible. No one's likely to say, no, you can't have that monitor to help you do your work more efficiently. Mm -hmm. I think when it comes down to asking for something that is tied to an intangible item, like your value, your work, the work you delivered, a client experience, for example, something that people can't put their hands on. We have a tendency to second guess that other people will see how valuable our role was in that instance. So or it could be just, or it could be a more of an inclination to say no. Well, I think there's a fear of the, the higher likelihood of saying no. In the past five years or so, I started telling myself, I'm going to ask for what I want because the worst thing that can happen is they tell me no, and I just have to figure out a workaround. But I had to get to the point where no wasn't something that equaled failure for me. It was just like, oh, that's a roadblock. So let me go around it. What, where's the detour? At least my daughter, for instance, will negotiate with me. Like, okay, so no mm -hmm. for that, but can I have some other permutation of this? Right. Like, it will benefit from me. Like, there's, like there's no, she doesn't even understand no. Like no doesn't mean no to her as yeah. no means to me. Yeah. yeah. And so when I think about that failure, that shutting down, mm -hmm. that has come from my upbringing. Because my upbringing is very different than my daughter's. Because very, very different. Tell me more. When my parents would tell me no, that meant get, get out of my face. It is no, don't talk to me about it ever. Do not bring it back up. Do not bring it back up. It's and, no forever. <laughs> it is no forever. So you were so afraid to ask 
because it was this thing of if they said no, it is no forever and do not bring it up ever yeah. again. Yeah. And that was a terrifying experience. So I used to get my friends like, oh, my cousins. Hey, can you ask oh, mom? Yes. Can you ask mom? Like, <laughs> have your mom call my mom and see if we can sleep over. But don't tell her we asked. Don't tell her, right? don't tell her that I asked you to do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. No just was like, oh, my gosh, don't, do, don't say no to me. And yes. it, it certainly has come from just my upbringing and, and, and the word no. It just... Mm-hmm. It meant so much. And then even for my parents, and I'm not sure how it was growing up, but when I would say, mom, can I? Right after I said, can I? It was always a no. It was just no. And I'm like, you didn't even hear me, mom. Like, it, it would just be a flat out no. Mm-hmm. No, I don't even know what you're asking me, but the answer is no. So don't ask me. Anything. And so it was just this thing of, okay, I know you want to ask because I, I feel like I can't even get it out before... Right. My mother, my dad is saying, no, I don't know if it's generational, but I certainly, I see the correlation with what the word no means to me the versus culture. what the word no means to my daughter. Yep. She's like, no is an opportunity. <laughs> That's for your child. My child sees it the same way. She's like, okay, you're starting with a no, but we're going to move to maybe next week. Like right. that's really her goal, right? She's like, okay, so we're going to, we're going to lowball her and start with no. Mm-hmm. We know she's going to, like, they come with a strategy. My little one's like, Mommy, can I have a play date with Sally? No. Okay, so if we can't do it this Saturday, how about next Monday when school's out? Like, like it's, it's, it's crazy. But it's, I, it's, 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 it's a good thing, though. To me, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. And, and, and I realize that it is a good thing that my daughter is taking a, a, a change in terms of, okay, then let me come up with a different way to still satisfy my needs but also satisfy yours so it's like they're the art of negotiation for them is just inbred in them so there is no failure like there's no failure of vocabulary in my daughter's words that's a good there's thing no sense of i will fail but she has well, fear that she will fail but there's no sense of i will fail and i think it's because my parents told me no so much <laughs> That when I finally yeah. get on my own, I never tell myself no. It's always, mm-hmm. okay, not right now. So let me save mm-hmm. up for this. Okay, right. not right now. So let me take off this time for this. Mm-hmm. And I'm always finding a way to still accomplish what it is that I want in life. Right. But it may not be right now, but it'll be at some point in the future. Right, right. In definitely. The near definitely. Future in terms of what it is that I want, because I made a pact with myself. I heard no so much. I'm not ever telling myself no. Mm-hmm. No to her just means not right now. Right. What's in there? I don't know if it's an In Vogue song where they're like, no, 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 no. Oh, it's really, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Destiny's Child. Like, somebody. Vogue. I'm like, I, I knew it was some one. But I mean, they didn't hear no either, right? And when I think about I, And in your situation, it sounds a lot like no always led to some negative feeling. Right. And I think that's easy to translate even for myself to the organization. Like if they tell me, no, I can't have a raise, then I feel some level of rejection by the whole organization. But I'm a why person, Kelly. And so I think sometimes I don't accept no, because if somebody don't give me a reason to go with it, it ain't real to me. Oh, so you're so, one of those people. Yeah, I'm right. like, oh, if I can't get my a pay life. raise right now, why? Why? But why? the business appears to be booming. 
the clients, client numbers is going up. Tell me, explain to me why, so that I can know when. So we just moving through the different, the different questions. If it isn't now, for this reason, once that situation changes, that's when my yes will come. Yeah, absolutely. But we got to follow up and ask, right? Yes. That's the key. We have to be sort of and understand that even when we may get the not right now response or the no response, it is something that is only temporary. It is still not forever in our environment because the numbers change every year. Nothing is static in corporate America. There's always changes in terms of leadership, mergers, acquisitions, all that stuff is happening around us. So no, never really means forever. True, true. Ah, you You made me think of something. When the no comes, I'm thinking about for our listeners, how do we avoid being interpreted as aggressive? So when you're being persistent and saying, I understand, but how do we work through that so we don't we don't come across as, as mm-hmm. aggressive and people scared to tell us no? Mm-hmm. When you hear the word no, I think it's just channeling my daughter's response. So if we can't get this, is there something else that is possible? Is there an option for me to be more flexible? Is there an option for me to have more time off to be compensated that way? Like, is there another option? Because I do feel like I'm taking it back that I'm not getting this and you agree that I am performing at mm-hmm. in this level. Mm-hmm. And so don't let them off the hook. And you can say, hey, I understand where the organization is right now. I understand what's happening. But you can't negate the fact that I've really performed well. Yeah. And I don't necessarily feel like I've been rewarded for that behavior. It feels like I'm being taken for granted. Uh Uh-oh, HR coming in. HR coming in now. (laughs) Well, you know what? It it is one of those things that you have to start to bring up. Is there a bias here? Yeah. Because it may be one. And it's okay to insinuate, hey, is, is there something else going on? Am I being penalized for something I don't even know about? Mm-hmm. Is it my personal brand? Is it somebody really did more than me? You, you can't possibly see all of the things that your manager or your leadership will see, right? Because it's just certain right. things that you just will never know. So you have to push a little bit. But it also starts, though, with having a good relationship with your manager or your key. leader. That's so that they can hear you and see that it's not an attack or an aggressive response to the no, but more so let's have a conversation about what it takes to get what I want. Yes. Yes. So it's not something where you let them off the hook where they say no and you're like, all right, cool. And then, and then go apply for jobs. Because <laughs> you know that's what we do. That's what we do, right? Like, all right, damn peace. I'm out. And, and right. I have done it. I'm telling you, I'm here to tell you, I have done it. But it's also something that if you don't learn that lesson with your current employer, you want to fall into those same challenges with the next employer. So you have to figure out how do I, as the employee, be assertive and represent myself and know how to articulate the things that I want in a way that the person hears me. Because it's your responsibility as the sender of information it is your responsibility to make sure that the other person or the other party receives the information. So with, you can't give up. With your intentions, up. with right. your full, accurate intentions. Right. So you can't give up on it because giving up 
right? If you give up, that's kind of what they want. Yeah. Because then they don't have to pay you more. And and now, okay, this is capitalism. So I'm getting all of this stuff and I'm not having to pay more for it. That's awesome. Chad gets that's, a promotion. You'll be working for Chad. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's not what you want. That's not in your best interest. And what we want to do when we're talking about being assertive is create those win-win situations. Absolutely. And look and, for them. And look for them. But so often we're finding ourselves wrapped up in a win-lose situation. And when we're on the losing end, we're like, I'm about to bounce, beat it. I yep. can't. Right? But the thing is, that's true. You should beat it. You should bounce. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Because they're not valuing you. But you also need to learn that lesson. Practice how to be assertive with this person because you know yep. you're going to leave. So what you got to lose? Right. So yeah, true. And really push and understand what it takes to be assertive and understand, true, that it's a, a fine line between being assertive and being considered aggressive mm-hmm. and knowing what that line is. But true, why yeah. not learn in that Practice on the role. people you plan to quit from. Practice on because what what you got to lose? You leave it anyway. Yeah. Right. True. So, um, so I think that relationships piece is, is huge. Because even before you get to the point where you're asking for a raise or asking for a stretch assignment, mm-hmm. like you should be assertive in socializing what it is you're looking for. If you mm-hmm. want a stretch assignment or you want to work outside of your area just to get some experience, you got to socialize that. And you got to ask multiple times. You got to ask the right people. So if you need people to lean in and support you to give you stretch opportunities so that you can write that up and, and say, hey, this is how I demonstrated I'm ready for a promotion at the end of the year, then you need to be assertive about asking people for opportunities throughout the year. Mm-hmm. Like asking for a promotion or a pay raise or whatever that big thing is should be the outcome, the culmination of you asking and being assertive for several small things to work up to that. Yeah. So we're not to always wait till tomorrow to start our little journey <laughs> or on Monday. We're going to start, right? We can start new year. <laughs> Who will you be in 2023? What two tips would you give someone if they hadn't been or haven't been assertive? What two tips would you give them to get started today? Two. I would say one, write down the desired outcome. If you want someone to give you an opportunity to work on their project, write it down, capture it. They say that it's important to write down a goal so that you psychologically commit to it. So I would say write down the outcome that you want. And then the second tip would be identify at least three people that you can ask for that same outcome. Because one part of being assertive is also persistent. If you ask the one person that you think is the way, is the channel to get that outcome, and they don't say yes, have two people already lined up that you will ask outside of that one person that you thought would give you the opportunity. And that way, you don't feel like you've hit a wall because you focus on only one way to get to that outcome. Mm -hmm. Do you have two tips, Kelly? I do. If you do not have a one-on-one with your manager or your leader, you need to set up one. So set up some time and set up some time that is not dedicated to the work that you're doing or any other thing where you can focus only on you and talking about you and the things that you're wanting in your career. So that's one. So set up that time to speak specifically about your career. And it doesn't have to be a long time. It can be 15 minutes. It's just 
just the action of you doing it will actually raise some eyebrows. Because if you had been doing it, they're going to be wondering what's going on. <laughs> Why did this person set it up? So they'll be a little yep. bit more interested in hearing you out. So I think mm -hmm. that's one. And then two, make an agenda. Be very organized around that meeting that you're going to have around what it is that you want. As you talked about one of your outcomes, but I'm going to say is take it a step further and say that the, the agenda should be focused on what you want out of your career. And so if that's to move up in the next six months, if that's to get a raise, if that's if you feel that though you've been stagnant at the same you know, level or the same salary for some time, bring that up about how you feel because no one can ever take away from you how you feel. Don't talk about yep. anybody else. <laughs> yep. Yep. Don't talk about so-and-so who got that promotion that you don't think deserved it. Nope. Don't talk about these people. Don't go in there salty, y'all. This 15 minutes is about you being diplomatic, non-emotional about what it is that you want. And how, if you do feel slighted, how it's making you feel. And so when I say that, it's not necessarily touchy-feely, but it's saying, you know, I really feel frustrated that I've been at the same level for 10 years. And I really want to understand how and what can I, what else can I do to get to the next level? Or I've really been stagnant at the same salary level for the last 10 years. I really want to understand what can I do to get additional income. My income is stagnant, but the cost of everything is going up and I'm finding that it's not working out the best for me. It happens. We lose sight of the fact that we have to actively and proactively manage our careers. It's two separate things. You have to be a high performer in the role that you're doing or the service that you're providing. And then you also have to be making sure you're providing a service to yourself, which is managing your career. That makes sense. And key, if you don't know, if you cannot put into words what it is that you want, then it's going to be that much more difficult to be assertive about what you want. Other people cannot read your mind. You must no. say what you want. Be persistent. Get the right people in place. Get your champions. Kelly, over to you. Well, you just ended our podcast. <laughs> thank you. I really hope that you got something out of this podcast for today. If you want any additional tips around being assertive and how to ask for what you want and some examples, be sure to check out our blog. But as we talked about, write down the outcomes that you want. Write that down. Identify three people that can help you in achieving those outcomes. Set up some time today with your manager or at some point in the near future with your leader to talk about you and your career and what it is that you're looking for and create an agenda for that meeting to be very specific about what it is that you want and make sure that you're non-emotional in that conversation so that they can hear clearly what it is that you're looking for. Thank you so much. And we'll talk in the next two weeks and tell it by Tuesday. Thank you.